Hi, I'm Amber Cribs, holistic healer, mindset coach, sound healer, holistic mind-body practitioner, certified aromatherapist, and female empowerment mentor. But most importantly, I am your holistic hype bitch. So this one's for you, babe. My podcast is for the woman who is ready for a complete holistic mind-body-soul upgrade. It's time to attune your mind, ignite your soul, and unleash your inner badass. Welcome to the Balanced and Fierce podcast hosted by me, the holistic whore. Let's do this damn thing. So welcome back to part two of Attune Your Mind to Align Your Vibe. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about your vibe. You hear it all day long, high vibes, good vibes only, and I am the first to admit you will hear me say that shit too. But a lot of people I don't think fully understand what that means. You can't just say good vibes only and then all of a sudden just have good vibes. I mean, some instances perhaps, but we got to dig a little bit more into that. And as I talked about last week, your thoughts and your mindset are absolutely impacting your life and your life choices. And today I'm sharing about how they are affecting your energetic frequency. It's a little bit of the chicken or the egg here as well, but mindset and energetic frequency go hand in hand. So every thought that you think, intention you set, feeling, and emotion you generate is experienced within your body. And if you think about when you're feeling anxious, for example, not only do you maybe have racing thoughts, but you feel you have a physical reaction to that. So for example, as we talked about last week about limiting beliefs and thoughts that are running around in your subconscious, if all day long you're thinking negative, low vibrational thoughts about yourself, that's the frequency that you're sending out into the world. So if your mindset is that where it's very negative within yourself, down on yourself, that's the frequency that you're actually sending out into the world. And what we send out absolutely comes back to us. We are very much like a radio station sending out that signal and frequency into the world. And if you spend all day thinking you're not good enough and you're not worthy, that is the frequency that you are emoting into the world and absolutely drawing back into your life. So in order to change our frequency and raise our energetic vibration, we need to uncover and release all those untrue thoughts and perceptions, limiting beliefs, that are no longer serving us. Additionally, the thoughts that we think carry a frequency, as do emotions. Emotions absolutely carry an energetic frequency. Emotions are actually energy in motion. So without getting very deep into quantum mechanics here and how sound and energy is measured, I always like to give an example of how thoughts and emotions carry a frequency. So think about a time when you are feeling joyous. If you're in love, you're at peace, you're having a good day, you just met your friends for lunch, and you're feeling happy within your life or just happy in that moment. How do you how do you physically feel? I can assure you that I can tell you, you likely feel light. You feel energized. You feel like you're walking on air, that lighthearted feeling, that higher vibrational feeling. That's that's what's considered high vibration. In fact, unconditional love is measures at 528 hertz. That that's where it measures at and that is very high vibrational energy. 
Whereas go to a time when you're not feeling those feelings and you're feeling sad, angry, worried, or depressed. How do you physically feel? My guess, knowing how I also feel, when we're feeling angry or sad or depressed, we feel very depleted, exhausted. We just want to lay down and kind of like close in on ourselves. We feel heavy. Things feel a lot harder to do. And the reason why you feel like that is those those emotions operate at a much lower vibrational rate. They're very heavy and they're very weighting down. That's why we use the word depression when we describe it. It literally depresses and weighs you down. I also like to give visual examples to help people in case you're still needing a little bit more. And I love giving as many examples as possible. So the other example I like to give is if you're climbing up a mountain and you're climbing up this mountain and you have to carry these emotions with you. So if you have to pick up love, happiness, joy, laughter, those emotions are so high vibrational. As you're climbing up the mountain, if you reach down to grab them, they will likely help you float right on over that emotion. Because think about, again, how you feel in your body when you are experiencing those emotions. The opposite, if you're climbing up that same mountain and you have to lift up heavy emotions of depression, sadness, anger, anxiety, it's going to feel like it's pulling you back because those are very heavy and they're pulling on your body. And I'm just giving this example to help you understand the physical impact that you also feel to understand the energetics that are around those emotions to really help you understand when people are saying high vibes versus low vibes because not everybody fully understands. I think we have small grasps of it, but just to really tune into what that means. So emotions are often tied to a specific belief and they can even become trapped within our bodies. And this is due to many of us not fully understanding how to move through and fully process emotions. Um, Dr. Bradley Nelson, who wrote The Emotion Code and has done amazing work on this, a lot of this information is coming from him directly. But one thing that I know growing up I didn't learn was how to fully process through emotions. I think a lot of us think we know how to process through emotions. Nowadays, I believe the children growing up, mental health, emotions, big emotions, we're we're taught, they're being taught, which I think is amazing, how to process them. But people of the older generations, millennials, Gen X, boomers, even going back to like who boomer parents were, and this is not me like knocking on boomers by any means, none of us were taught emotions. We, we, We were taught to suppress emotions which I think many of us thought that that meant we had control over the emotions. But what science is actually finding now is all that does is store the emotion in your body. I always say this, your issues live in your tissues. And that is often where, why people talk about how stress impacts the body. So I learned, and it sounds very simple, but it's interesting. And I'm going to share with you guys how to process the actual fucking process of emotions. So first and foremost, our body generates the emotional vibration. That happens first. So we experience something and first, the body generates the emotional vibration. Second is when we begin to feel the emotion and any thoughts or physical sensations that go along with it, especially if we have a pass with that emotion, which also can turn into a trigger. And we all know and have heard about triggers. And if not, message me and I'm happy to explain how triggers work. But that's that's what we're feeling secondary. And if we do have a trigger or a past with that emotion, oftentimes the punishment doesn't fit the crime. You know what I'm saying? Third, we have to process 
and choose to move through, feel the emotion and let the emotion go. And many of us were not taught this. Again, if step two or three is interrupted, the emotional experience is incomplete and we likely will end up with that trapped emotion in our body. And I always like to kind of hone in on this for a minute because if we think about it, a lot of people, and I've talked to people when I've been doing energy work with them and they're like, I know how to process emotions. And I'll ask them, and a lot of individuals now view processing emotions when it's actually suppressing emotions. I know growing up, if you were crying, you were told not to cry because you, and that's actually suppressing the emotion. Crying is actually not a sign of weakness. Crying is actually a sign of your body releasing the emotion in that experience. If you actually think about a toddler who's having a full-on meltdown, they have their body generated the emotion. They felt that fucking emotion. They are screaming bloody murder. They're processing straight through that emotion. Now, I'm not saying we should all run around and screaming like toddlers processing emotions, although sometimes I'm sure we feel like it. We have to come up with better ways on how to learn how to process through those emotions. But first, we have to recognize that many of us aren't processing that emotion. And trapped emotions consist of well-defined energies. They have shape and they have form, even though they're not visible to see. And once that trapped emotion is in your body, that is the vibrational frequency your body is now attuning to. And if you already are dealing with your mindset work and limiting beliefs that also carry that same vibrational emotion, so say it's fear, and you already have limiting beliefs based around fear, so you already have that vibrational energy within you in your mindset, now your body is attuning to that, which is why mindset and frequency go hand in hand. Um, An example I always, you know me guys, I love a good example. Another example I like to give to help people fully understand what I mean when I say you have to fully process through the emotions. If you have a car accident, and I remember this was described to me after I had a car accident one time. If you had a car accident and the car is all banged up, but you, you feel fine, the car took the impact, okay? If you had a car accident, it was like a fender bender, and the car took no impact, but your body is physical. That means you took the impact. The energetics didn't stop with the car. The energetics went directly to you, your body. The same happens when you experience an event where you have an emotion and you feel the emotion within your body, but you haven't done anything to release it. So like, I remember one time after I had a car accident, my car looked like literally nothing happened to it. I felt horrible. And I also felt like I was vibrating. And it was because I was still holding on to the energetics of the accident. It was just trapped within me because when the accident happened, guess what I did? I was like, yep, nope, everything's fine. Nothing happened. I mean, obviously something happened, but in my mind, I didn't want to deal with the fear of it. So I just trap that right in the body versus feeling the fear, processing the fear. It's scary to feel that fear and knowing that I can let that fear come up and release because all that fear is doing is it found its friends within my body and was like, oh my God, homies, I'm here now too. Let's all vibrate at this level. So like I said, trapped emotions consist of well-defined energies. They have shape and form, even though they're not visible and they are in your body and attuning to it. And it's nothing to be fearful of, but now that we know this, we know how our mindset is playing an impact. And if we're wanting to move forward, like I'm sure you're asking, okay, like what do I do now? So number one, what I have talked about doing last week, the limiting belief exercise. That's really where we're going to understand 
what's riding around in your head, what's what's being said. We need to find those limiting beliefs. We need to approach those limiting beliefs and confront them in order to release those limiting beliefs. And that can be done through various exercises. Perhaps some of those limiting beliefs are tied to a very specific trauma. That's definitely the time I always say, you know, speak with a therapist, start pulling a therapist and start asking for help from professionals that can help you work through that because we want to get to the root of something in order to release it. So then we can have that high vibe state. I'm doing quotes. You guys can't even see it. Another thing, I'm I'm a mindset coach. I work a lot with clients that both have a therapist and me. Having a mindset coach while the therapist is helping you work through that trauma state is a beautiful companion to do both things at once. Sometimes I will tell clients, I think you need to go through therapy a little bit more before we're at that phase. Don't try to do too much at once. Another thing, obviously I am a sound healer. Being a sound healer, I have seen the magic in healing firsthand and how sound healing helps clear the energy from the body, as well as it helps surface energies and emotions that we need to process. And we and you're able to do it in sound healing in a very comfortable, safe and therapeutic, relaxing environment. But there's there's plenty of other things you can do too. Movement. Movement is huge. I have different energetic shake exercises that I'll go through with folks, but just movement in general every single day helps start breaking up that stagnant energy and get it moving around. Because sometimes the energy that's on us, like we talked about last week, limiting beliefs are other individuals' fears others, individuals, beliefs. And that happens with energy too. And it can get trapped and stuck on our body. And movement helps release that. It's that stagnant energy that kind of can get sluggish within our system. Another great tool is to create space in your life. So releasing those beliefs is a way of creating space for your new beliefs to have room to come in. And another more physical standpoint of like, cleaning out your closets. If you ever notice when you clean out your closet, like two months later, you're like, how is this thing full again? It's because once we create space, we allow other things to come in. So we have to release, but then we can also invite things in. So setting intentions is a great opportunity when we're releasing those limiting beliefs and setting intentions on what we do want to bring in. Um, This is huge. Also getting clear on what you want. What, What are you looking to have in life. If we don't know exactly what we're looking to have in life, how can we call that in? So those are just a couple of things that I always say to start out with when you're doing mindset work and energy work. There's plenty of more we can do together. I hope you found today's episode helpful and helped you understand more of what it means to have high vibrational energy versus low vibrational energy, how that's impacting your frequency and signal that you're sending out to the world, and that you are 100% in control of shifting those frequencies anytime you want, just as you are 100% in control at shifting your mindset. So I hope you found today's episode very helpful. You can listen to the episodes of the Balanced and Fierce podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other of your favorite listening apps. If you like what you hear, the best way to support the show is to rate and review it, share it, follow me at The Holistic Whore on Instagram, or head over to The Holistic Whore for more resources and also to connect with your holistic curious community. You got this, babe.